0: Did you know that the mental health report released by World Health Organization shows that one out of eight people globally has a mental health disorder, which equates to 970 million people? In Tanzania, children and young adults aged 0 to 24 years struggling with mental health issues don't always have access to adequate care because they lack understanding about mental illness and its causes leading to mental health crisis. Mimi ninaamini katika kuweka kipaumbele afya zetu za akili na ndomana hii season hailengi pekee katika kukusaidia kuelewa hali ya afya akili nchini Tanzania. Lakini pia inalenga kukusaidia uwe na uwelewa mzuri wa afya akili. Please tune in for all of this information. Hey guys, welcome back to Mental Glow with Jacqueline Odin, the podcast that's about helping you to nurture and prioritize your mental health. So if it's your first time to listen to Mental Glow, please do join us on our Twitter and Instagram page at Mental Glow TZ. And if you have any questions or if you want to talk about anything related to Mental Glow or mental health, please do not forget to use the hashtag Mental Glow TZ. So with me today, I have um, Aaron Zaran. Uh, he is passionate about linguistics and he has also worked as a teacher and he is a founder of um, Afro Institution. So Aaron, welcome and uh, can you talk a bit about Afro Institution?
1: Yes, I can. Hello, everyone. Hello, Jackie. <laughs> Thank you. Hi. Thank you for having me on Mental Glow. Thank you for having me on the pod. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to be here.
0: We're glad to have you here mm-hmm. today.
1: Thank you. So, uh, Afro Institution. Afro Institution is. So first of all, I'm Swedish.
0: Yeah, um, I forgot to say about that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'm. I was born in Sweden. I was raised in Sweden uh, by a Swedish mother and a Tanzanian father. Mm-hmm. And in Sweden, we have a large community of um, people from. Africa and uh, African diaspora
2: mm.
1: uh, And We also have a lot of problems with Racism and discrimination So African institution um, It was founded as Sort of a reaction to our reality In Sweden yeah. And we had a lot of different initiatives That are lo- that led up to uh, The creation of the organization mm. So we had like Black Lives Matter demonstrations. We had a range of different um, initiatives, and then finally, we founded the organization. And our goal is to create safe spaces for people of African descent, black people in Sweden, yeah. and we do uh, all sorts of work that um, in order to empower us as a community, to build a stronger community, to heal us from the effects of racism. Mm-hmm and also to connect and mobilize with other people because we have a large community of adopted people, for example, or people that are raised only by their Swedish parents, mm. uh, so they're disconnected from their roots. So we uh, try to, to yeah, connect with like-minded people yeah. and to connect with our roots.
0: That's really cool, Aaron. Um, and I know at some point people will be asking, like, why is Aaron in this episode now? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so we were having conversation with Aaron before, way before, and, and he was like, why should we do just like an episode for a mental health? It will be like um, an international comparative focus where we reflect uh, the mental health situation in Tanzania as compared to Sweden. And I think at some point it's very important because we get to understand like how can Tanzania move from where we are to um, get somewhere like better where people know much about mental health and be able to prioritize their mental health. So in this episode, guys, we'll be talking about mental health and poverty, and according to the statistics um, of 2016 to 2020, around 4% of the world population in extreme poverty lived in Tanzania. So you guys can get to see like how the situation is right now. And for our country, like the Tanzanian government, to meet the sustainable de- development goals by 2030, and in particular goal number three, which is... Um, Good health and well-being. We need to reduce poverty, and we and we cannot reduce poverty if people's mental health are. Um, what can I say? People are not mentally okay, or people are mentally challenged. So we need to focus on um, people's mental health for our country to be developed. Like if you have poor mental health, then you do not produce. Like uh, there will be more. Uh, low productivity. So for our country to also move from um, this situation of poverty, we should also think about helping people to get uh, mental health services, be aware of what exactly it means by mental health. Like last year, it it was the first time that our country had um, held its first ever national mental health dialogue for the very first time. And it raised curiosity to so many people like what exactly it means by mental health you know um people started talking about mental health um some people even ask you like what exactly it means and where can I access the services so I think we are at a very good position (laughs) like um getting to help people understand what's going on and it's not just about um, bewitching someone you know because most people think like if you' uh, you 're not mentally okay, then somebody bewitched you you know, so we want to move from that um mentality to a point where we know that okay, there is this thing called mental health challenges mental mental health mental illness, and how can we um be okay, how can we solve our problems and um psychological problems, and where can we access the services so In this episode, guys, we'll be focusing on that, and we have Aaron here, and he'll be um, talking to us about his situation and the mental health situation in Sweden. And by that focus, we'll be able to also know, like, how can Tanzania improve in that aspect? So back to you, Aaron, like, uh, how, how Sweden perceives mental health? Mm-hmm. services um, like how did it perceive uh, in the past years as compared to where you guys are right now
1: mm, that's a very good question and <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing some research to, yeah. have to, <laughs> to have something to say for this episode right? <laughs> and I was actually surprised myself when I found out the, the history of uh, mental health um services in Sweden. So the first uh clinics or hospitals for mental uh health illnesses they were founded in the 1800s. Really? So that's like 200 years ago. Yeah. So it's been a long time and up until then we had the same perceptions like mental illness is a result of mm. like you're crazy or yeah. you're possessed by something, right? And then the perception in the general public—it's not like it, ta- it changed overnight. Mm. So it's still stigma. It's yeah. still like prejudice and whatever. But already 200 years ago, it started to get treated as an illness and something that can be cured. Mm. So just the fact that we have that history has led us to, uh, I think, arrive to where we are today. Mm where more and more uh, it's perceived as, you know, uh, a health issue, like any other disease. Like yeah. if you go to to access um, the health services for any illness, mm. whether it be physical or mental, you go to the same place, you know, and then they can uh, direct you to wherever you need to go if it's to see a therapist or psychologist or psychiatrist um, so I think that we have this sort of tradition or long history mm. of perceiving it as an illness uh, has been very important but it's not like uh, it's been a smooth journey Yeah, and considering we started perceiving it as mental illness already 200 years ago one could also argue that we should have come even further because mm. we still have a lot of problems with mental yeah, health true. issues in Sweden.
0: Um, I also like what you talked about um, concerning stigma, because as you said, like it's a, it's not something that you get rid of like on one night. Mm-hmm. It's a process, and eventually it might take years. But then I hope that at some point we'll be able to get to that point where. People do not stigmatize those who are mentally ill and who are mentally um, challenged. So, uh, talking about that, also I also think um, in Tanzania there's a lot to work on uh, in terms of awareness, uh, stigma, and also. I remember having conversation with you, and you, actually it was not one-on-one conversation. It's just like I overheard um, you were saying like. Um, at your university like you have counselors where you you can talk to and he or she can direct you like how you should deal with your research and whatsoever and it's something that in our country we do not have Mm -hmm. like if you um if you're in a school um as a as a student or as a pupil you need to work your problems on your own and even if at some point you try to talk to your teacher it won't be appropriate because eventually that teacher will start um, spreading rumors about you. Mm -hmm. So you guys are in a really good position because you're able to um, assist your students. Um, I I think also your colleagues are lecturers but I also like... um, Getting further to that, I also like how University of Dar es Salaam has improved because we have a counseling unit okay. where where teachers, um, lecturers, and even students can access um, counseling services, mm-hmm. which is really different and unique in our country compared to other universities here. Okay. So it's something that um, they have uh, developed or improved as compared to how the mental health uh, situation is in Tanzania. So Sudan. I think, I believe, I don't think, <laughs> I believe it has reached in a position where it's really good, at, although I think there's still stigma and some things need needs to be worked on, um, but you're in that position where as as Tanzanians or as a country, we need to um, take you guys and, as an example and figure out on what ways can we do to Get there or get to a situation where you guys are. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important to look at Sweden and go, okay, we will see the things that have been working and the things mm-hmm. that are working, but also the things that have failed. Yeah. So that you don't repeat the same mistakes. Exactly. Yeah. And, but the fact that you have like um, accessible counseling at the university, mm-hmm. that's a great thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: Cause So many university university students are um, susceptible to mental health challenges, you know, like some people experience cyberbullying, some people are uh, sexually harassed, you know, Mm -hmm. and so many students and other people in general come up from a very crooked um, past experiences Mm -hmm. during childhoods, you know, so uh, people may not be able to talk about it to other people, even their close ones, so instead they, they'll just um, go seek counseling services or mental health services at the counseling unit, mm-hmm. and it has been able to reach out to so many students and help them reach in a position where they understand themselves better, mm-hmm. and even have good performance at their studies. Yeah. 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 So I also did my research. (laughs) I also did my my research, um, and I found out that uh, student leaders are prioritizing um, youth mental health, like uh, especially the most disadvantaged groups, like the children. So I think uh, in that aspect or in that focus, like what do you think that um, Tanzania should do? What can we learn from you guys?
1: So I think the most, like the first step, the most Mm -hmm. important part is, like you can't fix the problem if you don't fully understand the problem. Yeah. So you have to do your research, you have to do like the mapping to see which other people that are suffering Mm -hmm. from mental illness. And then based on that, you can uh, then introduce the proper... Methods yeah. to fight it so for example in Sweden we have since of 2020 we have a national uh, plan like a strategy mm. to fight mental illness and the first two years of this plan has been uh, raising awareness gathering information and making services accessible mm. so for instance they sent out like hundreds of thousands of service to people, and they had to like check in the boxes. Do you experience stress? Do you experience yeah. anxiety? And then personal information is added. So you put like your age group, you put like how much you earn, and things like that. So then you can see. Okay, women are overrepresented. Yeah. Young people are overrepresented. Uh, people with low income are very overrepresented. Mm-hmm. So then you can see like the links between. Uh, yeah whatever factor and mental illness and then based on that you know like where your focus should be Mm -hmm. Uh. Uh, and then providing the services has been done in different ways Uh, for example there's been an increase in uh, video psychologists so like you can download an app on your phone and you can have a video call with a psychologist like you could probably book an appointment the same day. And, um, like the government has both, they have their own services, but they're also like funding private companies, uh, with tax reductions and whatever, in order to make it more accessible. Yeah.
0: I, I think that's really good. Like, cause, um, if there, if someone cannot access, uh, to go to a psychologist physically, then he or she can use just his phone or laptop to do it, um, visually through the internet Mm -hmm. yeah so i think it's a really good approach that um like when when you talk about um oh this is me getting more like a psychology student Mm -hmm. (laughs) like when you talk about counseling it's more um appropriate to have your client like you you can see what your client expresses he's or um non-verbal communication mm-hmm. and so that to be able to notice like okay there's something wrong but if you do it like just calling without using the video call just mm-hmm. a normal call or a voice call then it won't be like it won't put you as a therapist or a psychologist in a situation to be able to understand your client more better mm-hmm. so I think yeah going with the video call it's um, it's a good approach mm-hmm. that you guys have used and also I think our country right now have um, the government has decided to to put, uh, shift their focus on trying to uh, support the mental health services in Tanzania mm-hmm. and I think at some point it will be also good to um, fund or sponsor the psychologists mm-hmm. like on how to uh, run their personal, um, what, do you, what do you say, personal practice yeah, yeah. so it's really nice and at some point also so many people in Tanzania don't know where they can access mental health services and which is why in most of the episodes that I've done I usually remind people like um, you can get mental health services at a hospital and um, others do provide without paying any fee you can just access the services for free so it's really good at um, raising awareness and I'm also thinking, like, not just using the um, the Internet or the media to raise awareness concerning mental health. We can also go directly to people, to their homes or even streets, mm-hmm. you know, because some people don't Definitely. have phones, some people don't have um, TVs whatsoever. So um, approaching people physically, especially in the rural ru- rural areas <laughs> especially in the rural areas um, they don't have access to these things mm-hmm. so going there um, it will be a very good approach like those people are going through a lot mm-hmm. and when you talk about poverty it's just there. those are the people that are most affected and they don't get um, they get actually poor health services mm-hmm. and so you think about okay just um, when a person has malaria my- and my- 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 he or she doesn't get the help that she needs or he needs. How about mental health problems? Mm. How oh, is that person going to access those services? So we get to see that, okay, like we have a long way to go. Mm. <laughs> we have a long way to go, but if we join forces, we'll eventually get there so, yeah. yeah
1: yeah, that's uh yeah, absolutely right, and also like what you're doing, raising awareness it's so important, and that's also like one of the the things that like if you had this podcast in Sweden mm. I'm sure you could get government funding
2: oh. because
1: <laughs> because it's like an important initiative to raise yeah. awareness so I don't know like the situation here but that could also be an initiative from the government to collaborate with organizations and individuals that are uh in different ways promoting mental health and raising awareness
0: yeah cuz as i said it, earlier like for our country to get freed of um, poverty um, it needs to focus on improving um, the health education services firstly like education services for people to be educated you know and the health services especially mental health services because if you're mentally not okay then it affects your whole functioning like mm-hmm. you cannot function well, you cannot produce you cannot think properly and that's why you find some people are doing the they go to to um to work early in the morning wasted you know they mm-hmm. can't work properly uh, at the end of the day I wanted to say mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day they get fired you see mm-hmm. so you uh there's a lot of unemployment and that's one of the things that cause um poverty in mm-hmm. our country and um for us to move from where we are as i said earlier we need to um focus on how can we help people to prioritize their mental health you know and mostly how can we help people to be able to speak up because we've normalized the situation that um men should not speak up Mm -hmm. like they have to act strong you know which is not right because they're also humans and they have feelings and they go through things that they need someone to talk to and express how they feel. But if we um, we normalize that, then where are we going? What's the future, like the generation that um, we are bringing up? How are they going to deal with things? Mm-hmm. So thinking about mm-hmm. that or reflecting on that makes it more important for our country to um, think of where we're heading, and as what to do right now in terms of prioritizing mental health services in Tanzania. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that awareness is so important. Like, even in Sweden, there's stigma around uh, men's mental health. So, as I said, like, women are overrepresented mm-hmm. in self reporting mental uh, unwell being. So, like, some people argue that it's a consequence of men not acknowledging their problems like they have problems but they're not acknowledging them then of course women are subjected to like a lot of harassment so it could just be that women uh, are actually suffering more yeah Uh, but it's worth investigating because for example like drug use and Mm. alcohol is way higher with men Mm. and oftentimes drug use and alcohol is an escape from yeah reality Mm. so it could be that like men are not feeling as well as they claim that they're Mm. feeling because they're taught to be strong and yeah
0: exactly and just
1: go on but now even now like in sweden i can see like if i'm talking from personal experience Mm. i can see that there's a shift where older generations are more like reluctant to admit mental health uh, like illnesses whereas younger people are more open to like going to see a psychiatrist yeah. or a psychologist and like admitting that they need to work on, the, on themselves for mm-hmm. example like I remember um, like I had so many friends that had all went to see a psychologist and I was like Huh, maybe it isn't so bad. Like, what? Why haven't I gone to see? Yeah. One? Like, because people around me were like, "Yeah, you need to work on yourself. You need to be like emotionally intelligent, and whatever." And I'm like, "Yeah, maybe I do need to work on myself."
2: And just like yeah. admitting
1: that is a very like important first yeah. step. And I don't think it would have happened if it wasn't for like the awareness that has mm, been raised true. in the society mm. in the culture for like the last the last years true
0: um it just reminded me like there was this day i was talking to my dad and i told him like you should because he was he's a retired military personnel so like he has gone through a lot of trauma Mm -hmm. and i was telling him like you should see someone Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then he was like no i am okay Mm -hmm. i am not sick you think that i'm mentally ill i'm not you know so like you get to see that more older people are not able to acknowledge that there is something wrong yeah. or they should work on something so it's something that we should also um, think about on how mm-hmm. to help well, those people. <laughs> I had an
1: exact same conversation <laughs> with my dad I swear <laughs> it was like not in this lifetime going to see someone
0: because <laughs> mm. it's like um, it's like you're telling that person that you're weak you need mm-hmm. some help you yeah. know and they're not able to accept that okay I think at some point Seeking for help doesn't make you weak. Mm-hmm. It makes you stronger and makes you um, a person that is more self-aware that, okay, I have some um, problems that I need to work on. And for, for me to be a better person, I mm-hmm. should work on this. Rather than having that perspective that, okay, if I go to see someone or a psychologist or even a professional, um, there's something wrong with me. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: there's just uh, that part in me that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. But... For our our country in general, um, I also believe that uh, raising awareness to um, elder or older people Mm -hmm. will be more um, appropriate because some of them don't even access these phones or they just watch TVs or read news from the Mm -hmm. newspaper. So going to them... um, personally or individually, like, even knocking on their doors, mm-hmm. you know, you'll be able to, to help them because um, they have no clue. Like, they might be older, but they have no clue. Mm-hmm. I remember last year I went to Zanzibar Awareness concerning mental health and I was just mm-hmm. approaching random people um, at Stone Town mm-hmm. and... I was talking to these older people, like there was this uh, lady was called mana manaisha yeah, and she was older, but she was very much um informed well informed mm-hmm. okay. concerning mental mental health issues and she has been um acting as a an advocate mental health advocate to oh, okay. to her neighbors exactly mm-hmm. to her neighbors so but she's saying that so many people have no clue what it means, and so if you find like um, a child bedwetting at his or her early, let's say, twenties, you mm-hmm. you start thinking like, okay, my my child is bewitched or something, mm-hmm. which is may not be true, may or may not be true. Mm-hmm. You know, some some things are just um. Uh, They need medical assistance or even mental health assistance. I can say Mm. psychological assistance. (laughs) But then it's just that you get to see, like, um, like as you said earlier, the fact that for you to be able to know the root cause of a problem you need Mm -hmm. to do some research Mm -hmm. and for you to do some research you need to be engaged with people and get to know what's really happening Mm -hmm. like what is wrong and how can we um, change this Mm -hmm. so engaging with those people and talking to them I came to realize like okay um, it's just uh, some of the things that contribute to where we are right now like having no clue and starting to have an awareness Um, it's just some cultural practices or Mm -hmm. beliefs and Also, um, our mindsets are not, like, I think at some point it's just being um, ignorant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if we educate, um, especially, like, starting um, in primary schools, like, they should um, be educated concerning mental health, Mm -hmm. what it is for them to be aware, like, okay, if something happens to me, then I know that it's not right. Mm -hmm. How can I solve that? Where can I get um, uh, help? Mm-hmm. So, raising awareness to students and not just uh, having school psychologists or counselors, we can also have like ca- classes that um, teach students about mental health that be yeah that will be a very great approach for our country
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah, you can make it like part of the curriculum in schools exactly. like mandatory It would be great yeah. and also like realizing that So in Sweden now, for example, we have an increase in mental illness among children and young people. And the research shows that it's uh, related to the quality of schools declining. Mm -hmm. So the quality is getting worse Mm -hmm. and that affects mental uh, illness. And realizing that the... um, the everyday life of these children uh, has huge consequences for their well-being. It's also like a signal to go, okay, we need to make sure that like schools are working properly. Yeah. Uh, there needs to be like job security. Mm. It needs to be like these uh, like social safety nets mm. for people so yeah. that they don't feel stressed and anxiety about how they're going to finish school or how they're going to put food on the table yeah true so like mental illness is very much related to like yeah your uh, opportunities Mm. in life so it goes hand in hand and yeah i think it's very important to realize like speaking of of Mm. poverty and the the theme of this
0: yeah i think that's why we did this episode? Mm-hmm. Because there is a, I think it's directly proportional to mental health. Like poverty is is um, links with mental health. Because mm-hmm. um, if you are, if you don't not have a job and your your family expects you to provide, mm-hmm. and you have no job, you have no clue where you're going to get money. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it means you won't be okay. You'll be stressed, mm-hmm. and if you won't be able to manage your stress, then you probably or definitely get um depression Mm -hmm. so there is a link and which is why i think for us to um to talk about this or raise awareness in this episode it will help for other people to be like in that aha situation like okay realization like okay there is a link and how can we go about it like Mm -hmm. how can we change that um because so many people are focused on um being rich or whatsoever but then even rich people are are having mental health challenges. Of course. Yeah. So it's, it's more like um raising awareness. I think mental health has to be the priority. Mm-hmm. Like helping people to understand and get help and if they become okay or good and are able to function well then they'll be able to produce and the country will develop eventually. Mm-hmm. Will develop yes. eventually. Yeah. And so
1: And part of raising the awareness, I think one helpful thing could be just to change the perspective of why you're getting help. So, for instance, it can be difficult to be like, okay, I have problems and I need to go seek help because I'm not feeling well. Mm. That's a huge step to take. Yeah, true. But to be like, okay, I have people that I love around me, my friends, my family, and if I have all these traumas Mm -hmm. and all these... Anxiety and stress am I going to be able to be a good friend yeah a good father a good husband whatever mm. not as much as if I work on these problems yeah true and then I can like be able to assist you with your stress with your anxiety and I can also function properly as you know a human being <laughs> in my daily life yeah so it's like yeah removing the stigma mm and seeing it as an investment in yourself mm. to go and get uh, professional help.
0: Yeah, so I also think for the one who is listening right now, like there is this this thing that um, I've come across. Like there was this friend of mine that shared one of my episodes about depression, um, and. His contact started replying like, "Are you depressed? What's going on? <laughs> like, what's wrong with you?" You know, but he was just trying to raise awareness. Like, people mm-hmm. should uh, be able to understand what depression means. Mm-hmm. So you see, there is just that stigma. Like, okay, um, you're talking about mental health. Something must be wrong with you, or mm-hmm. um, somebody. Let's say you had broken. Let's say you know. Mm-hmm. So, I think uh, getting rid of stigma may take a while Mm -hmm. but i do believe that if we join forces then we'll be able to get there but it has to start with you like how are you um relating with other people how are you uh educating other people concerning mental health are you trying to make someone feel like she's not okay just because she's stressed
2: Mm -hmm. or
0: she's going through something that um, needs some assistance uh, how are you talking to your friends, your your family, or even your colleagues concerning mental health matters? Mm-hmm. I think that's the first question to ask yourself. Like, mm-hmm. can you be um, a mental health champion? Yeah, like...
1: Mm, I like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> can you become a mental health champion? Like, um, going farther and helping each one of us in this country... Um, get to another step of realization and awareness and accessing mental health services mm-hmm. can you do that so I just don't want you to listen to this episode and be like okay that was just another episode <laughs> mm-hmm. that was yeah. just another episode I want you to, to learn and reflect on yourself like can you be that person to
2: mm-hmm.
1: be able
0: to change this situation that we have in our country
1: mm-hmm. yeah Yeah. can you be active <laughs>
0: yeah and i'm really um i'm really glad to have you Aaron, here in this um episode because we have been this season like this is the first season of mental glow mm. and my my focus was on helping people to understand the mental health um situation in Tanzania so doing this comparative focus it has also um i think it is helping people now to understand, like, okay, so this is how it is, like, compared to other countries. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, people do know, like, um, European countries are more developed than us, and which means that um, mental health services are more accessible compared Mm -hmm. to us. But um, hearing it directly from you, it has also reminded people (laughs) on Mm -hmm. that. So I think it's really important. And um, we have also learned that we should... um, continue raising awareness and getting rid of this stigmatization mm-hmm. and also we should also focus on the younger generation like the children mostly because they they are the disadvantaged group
2: mm-hmm.
0: and being able to educate them in schools and help them have those um, counseling services at schools then it will be able to create a future generation that is um, what can I say
1: mental health champion. <laughs> yeah word. Mm.
0: so i think that's the start that's where we can focus on right now as a country like mm-hmm. getting people aware and um where they can get services the mm-hmm. mental health, um access to the mental health services and i do hope like um as we go on yeah we'll be able to get somewhere at least We may not be able to be where you guys are right now, but then eventually.
1: Eventually, definitely. (laughs) And also, like, another important step, like the thing I said in the beginning about understanding the problems. Yeah. Like, uh, gathering information. You can go and knock on doors. You can send out surveys. surveys. (laughs) You can, (laughs) uh, you know, gather information in any way to make sure that you really understand mm. like what's the extent of mental uh, health issues and like which groups do we need to like yeah. really focus on yeah, true. and then another thing I think it's important to use the um, like the expertise and the people in the country that do know about these things mm,
2: true. So for
1: example in Sweden we have uh, i don't know how the psychologist uh, what the psychology program is structured here at uni mm-hmm. but in sweden it's a 5 year uh program and the last year wow yeah <laughs> it's a long <laughs> wow. program Wow. Uh, but the last year the students they conduct um sessions with people who want counseling so like, it's an uh, it's an opportunity for people who need help yeah. to get cheaper access because it's cheaper to see a student than to yeah. see, like, a licensed <laughs> yeah, uh, true. Uh, person. So it's a chance for, like, people to get accessible help, mm. but yeah. it's also a chance for the students to, like, develop their skills early. Uh, so, like... In Tanzania, if you have a lot of students and then you don't have a lot of people that can afford mm. to go to see a licensed psychologist, then maybe that's an option.
2: Yeah.
1: And then the, the students get counseling from, like, their supervisor. Yeah,
2: true. So, yeah. like,
1: there are different initiatives that can help in different ways, both mm. raising awareness and actually, like, the, the practice mm. of things.
0: You know, you've talked about something which is very important because, um, since people started being aware of what mental health is in Tanzania since last year or two years past, some people have started to act as if they're psychologists, which they're not. Mm-hmm. So, someone may be, um, let's say an accountant, then he or she would start act like okay i'm a psychologist you know i am providing mental health services and some people you see like they believe that person because um he'll be uh posting things about mental health you know how can you get things which you can obviously google you know and Mm -hmm. get answers to so uh, there is this um uh tanzanian psychological association which um helps psychologists and especially uh psychology students to be able to uh, get supervisors like um help them on how they can practice like based on their field of interest if you like social psychology or clinical psychology sports whatsoever Mm -hmm. so you work under supervision and if you have any concerns or you need assistance then you can consult your supervisor Mm -hmm. which i think it's a really good approach because um then you know You get to know as a professional Like what are the do's and don'ts Yeah Rather than starting to feed people Things which are not right mm,
1: Definitely and, Yeah
0: And then at some point It will start to create this mindset Like okay Psychologists are just liars Like mm, yeah, <laughs> And well,
2: then <laughs>
0: Yeah mm. And then there are people like It doesn't like Most people think that They have a notion that If a psychologist Let's say I Aaron I just Meet with you right now And then I'll be like i'm able to know what you're thinking right now mm-hmm. so most people that i've um had encounters with they'll be like hi hi what do you do like um, a psychologist student or i'm studying psychology mm-hmm. and they'll be like okay so you know what i'm thinking right now <laughs> so you know what no. i'm thinking right now like no it doesn't
2: work like that <laughs> it doesn't uh, work like I've, that i've heard that one so <laughs> in
1: sweden it's like really? okay so what am i thinking in <laughs> <Read> my mind <laughs> Yeah, so that's like exhibit A. We need yeah, awareness. Like true. we need to understand what it is, what a psychologist actually yeah. does. Like it's not a psychic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that's just how it is and we need to chase that. Like it's not how it works. Mm-hmm. And people won't be able to know that if we do not raise
1: awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I really liked your suggestion going back to that of like introducing it in school. Yeah. Early. So like you get a picture from the get go and then so you don't like end up thirty years later having bottled up Mm -hmm. all your emotions and traumas and like yeah, you need to start them start them early.
0: So thank you so much, Aaron.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jackie.
0: Uh it has been a pleasure to have you in this episode really. Um You have helped the listeners to be enlightened concerning mental health services and um, how we can shift our mindset to a point where we are more aware and where we can get the mental health services. Yeah. And compared to Sweden. So it's been a pleasure. And I do hope that you guys who are listening right now that um you're grasping all this and you'll be able to work on it like can you be a mental health champion um you start with yourself you start with your family your close ones, and be able to um educate them on what mental health really means and but if you think that you're not in a position where to um tell them what exactly it means then you can just direct them to a place where they'll be able to Get that awareness or um, mental health services. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you so much, Jackie, for having me. It's been a pleasure. I learned a lot.
0: Yeah, I, at and some point, yeah. I also think that you've made um, most of your time in Tanzania since you also have an episode with mm-hmm. Mental <laughs> Glow. Yes,
1: I achieved everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah. thank you so much, guys, for um, listening. Mm-hmm. And until we meet again in the next coming episode, we'll be talking about. Um, so I'm not going to say what exactly, what exactly we'll be talking about. So uh, just to make you guys tune in uh, for the next episode. So until we meet again, guys, if you have any questions, if you want to know more about um, Sweden, <laughs> yeah, reach out,
1: please Yes, yeah.
0: please do. And um, we'll definitely get back to you guys. Uh, if you feel like you're not able to comment and you're more um, comfortable with uh, sending a direct message, please do. Uh because i understand we are all wired differently some people are more flexible others are not and they, um respect that we do respect your privacy so please do what makes you feel comfortable until we meet again guys in the next coming episode this is to say bye
2: bye <laughs>